Hey everyone, we just want to remind you that this is just a silly podcast. Yeah, like baby games. Yeah, it's uh, meant to be entertainment. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be funny. I mean, it's much fun as you can have bitching. But yeah, go on. I have a ton of fun bitching. Our hate is uh, it's purely hyperbole. There's enough actual hate in the world already, all right? Speak for yourself. I joined the group. We love everyone. We encourage you to do the same. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. We'll do that. Heck, you got to try. And now, on with the show. You should be barricaded in your house and kept off of the street for sterilized lobotomized left in a car and heat because the things you say and do tell me your brain cells are a few and that is why I hate you. Yeah, I forgot it was counting down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting too early. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. I'm oh, Matthew, hello. and uh, this is Joaquin sitting here with me. Kinda. No, yeah, I mean virtually. Well, that's spirit. virtual. Yeah, but uh, you know, it is what it is. Man, I had a bad day yesterday. <laughs> oh, it was not tell. a good day. I <laughs> my um my outdoor camera. This is first world problems and a half. My outdoor camera. Uh, it, it wasn't working for a while. Like for the last few months, it kept, kept telling me it was disconnected. And then I'd go check in the, uh, the network settings on the router and it would say it was connected. And I was like, oh, what the hell's going on? Why is the camera saying it's not connected? And the router says it is. So I was like, ah, oh, uh, they had, they had the cameras on sale uh, a couple weeks back for like, I don't know, it was like 40% off. So I was like, all right, let me just grab one of the newer ones. I'll, I'll, I'll try to install that. So, so I installed it yesterday I mean, that was like, it was a pain in the butt, but, you know, just tedious, right? Like, I'd climb yeah. up and take the old one out, put the mount up for the new one, and then I have it wired, so I had to, like, clear the foam off of the hole that the old one was in and run the cable through the new one, refill it with foam. You know, not anything major, but I got all done, and I was all happy. I was like, ah, there we go, chore crossed off of my list, and I... um I went down to the basement to put a couple of things away that I hadn't gotten from the basement, but I had gotten new foam and I, I forgot. So I was, I went down to the basement to put it away. Cause I have a lot of the tools and stuff down there. And the basement was like not flooded, but like all wet. <laughs> and like I was you, like, okay, okay, this isn't good. And I went it's over not a to wet basement uh, at all or anything. Yeah. And I went over to my, my water filter and, uh, I have a bucket under it because it's 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 a cool filter where to clean it. I mean, you have to take it apart to clean it, but it's got this flush feature where you just turn it and it spews mm. water out the bottom of the filter to clean it out. It doesn't really clean it that well. You still have to take it apart and clean. The yeah, I was about to manually. say it just seems but like anyway, a hand wave. <laughs> I have a bucket under it for when I because I usually clean it off and then I spritz it just to get all the extra crap out of it. I yeah. spray it out. And uh, the bucket was full, and it was overflowing. There was water dripping all over. So I thought that maybe I just screwed up and didn't, uh, you know, didn't put it on right. Like one of the O rings or something wasn't sealing it properly. So I took it off and I put it back on. Now it's got two pinhole leaks on it, just spraying mm. out. And I try, I I tried to fix it, and then I I ran out and I got. You ever you ever see those stupid commercials for the the stuff where the dude like sprays it on a, a freaking boat with a big hole down the middle and then he's like I have oh the spray yeah, no. yeah there you go. I, I don't have it but i mean i have the spray but i haven't used it yeah you know what i'm um, talking about but this, i know this. exactly what you're talking about it's yeah. like that flex seal yeah there you go so i ran out and i i picked that up and then i got in the car and i was i was thinking to myself oh this is great i'll you know i'll try spraying on the end and then i'm looking at the can there's like giant warnings on it super harmful toxic fatal do not swallowed. put near water yeah and i'm like 
<laughs> yeah, even though it's the outside of the uh, of the uh, filter, I probably shouldn't spray this on it. So, so that was a waste of time. I mean, I, I ordered uh, new ones. They're just going to take a couple days to get here. And I was fortunate that when when the filter was first installed, they did a really the guy did a just total shit job. I mean, he totally screwed me. But I had another plumber come later, and he fixed everything, and he set it up so that I can reroute the water directly in the house instead of through the filtration stuff. Okay. So, you know, I just I just did that, and I just have to wait for the filter. But that wasn't the bad part. That was the annoying part. I was about to say, this is really mediocre so far. Yeah, well, <laughs> so <laughs> I realized I was uh, getting the old camera together because I figured, oh, I'll, I'll probably try to sell it or something like that. Uh, okay. Because I, I, there's nothing wrong with it. I think the problem was that it's just – it's an older camera. I think it only uses one uh, one Wi-Fi uh, frequency, like the 2.4, and just wasn't connecting properly. So anyway, I'm putting it away, and I go, oh, there's another cable not here. I must have left it upstairs in the crawl space above my garage and office where I uh, had installed the camera. So I went up, and I literally just walked in to get the camera and put my foot through the ceiling in the office. <laughs> Okay, was, you know what? Fine, I I I take back what I said. <laughs> I was so you put bad. your foot through. Yeah. You, ha, ha. Well, okay. So so how above, did you? Do were you just were you fee fi foing like up the stairs no, like, into the room? Like not at all. It uh, so so I don't know why they did this, but the people that owned my house before me, or mm-hmm. somebody who owned it before me, they took the two closets in the bedrooms that. Uh, are on the wall facing the crawl space over the garage, knocked mm-hmm. the closets out and made like a really big closet over the garage. And then behind that, it, it makes no sense. It's not heated. There's no air conditioning. It's just this yeah. big room. Um, You can't use it. Like it's just got a bunch of it's crap. It's not in. an actual like. Yeah, it's not no usable. practical it's not, usage. It's, it's like 150 degrees in the summer and 20 degrees in the winter. Yeah. So. Behind that is just regular above the garage space, and it's it's above the garage and it's above the office, which is right next to the garage. And um, okay. they they have you know like wood flooring panels, wood not flooring, wood panels down across the the floor to step on. And I don't know, there must be a gap or something in between some of the boards, and I just put my foot right through it. And there's so much <laughs> stuff in there that I I couldn't tell where really where I was walking. And I, it was bad because I kind of put my foot down and I, I went, Ooh, Oh, that's the ceiling. And I went, you know, that wasn't that hard. I, I think it, it, it seems like it might be fine. And I first went out into the garage to look at the ceiling because I figured like 90% of the space is over the garage. And I looked up and it was fine. I was really happy. And then I walked into the office and looked up and saw the giant cracks in the ceiling. Oh my God. Was so mad. It, you know, it could have been worse. I didn't, I didn't make a whole hole. It just like caved it out a little bit. So I pushed it all back up and spackled it all. It's still sp- I have to sand it and then repaint it and stuff. I mean, it could have been a lot worse. I could have made a huge hole and had to totally replace, you know, the sheetrock. But I was so mad. I was so I was. I, you know I, what? No, I, that's reasonably that's reasonably upset about. It. I I'd be pissing about pissing and moaning about that if. Well, I'm just. I tried I to get one it. chore done, and I ended and up you with created two more, more chores. chores for yourself. Yeah. Try to get that, and it's it's every freaking time. Every fucking time I try to do anything, it's I try to get one thing done, and I end up making more. I don't know how oh. I end up doing it. Well, yeah, half the reason why I was late is um, my my mother, who you know, her and I are estranged. She sent me a picture of a 
of a letter I got because, you know, college was so great when I went um, and the loan office wasn't a ripoff at all. So, you know, they were wrongfully had a class action lawsuit against them and I just got um, a payout. Oh. And for some reason, a lot of my mail still goes to my mother's house. How long has it been since you lived there? <sighs> 14 years? That's, yeah, that's a long time. And that's I've crazy. had, and I've been in my current house eight years, so there's no reason why yeah. I should be getting mail there. That's but really weird. I think it's because the loan office doesn't exist anymore, and the only thing they had on file was my parents' was my my parents um yeah. address. Yeah, I guess they just send it whatever they they can find. Yeah, that's, that's I doubt they I do a whole lot of work to like do the legwork to figure out where you might be now. They're just like, oh we got we we've got a and I just will just use this. <laughs> when you move to a place and you re register and everything, I thought my address would change, but whatever. So we're talking about the United States Postal Service here, man. <laughs> yeah. They're not exactly so, <laughs> you know, drowning in funds to make things work properly. Very true. Extremely true. Um, they're all still running on um, gateway computers. But um, so I um, <laughs> I went over there. She, she sent me the letter yesterday. I came over today after taking my daughter to the dentist and then dropping her off at her camp. Um, went to my mother's and found out that they finally sold the house. Now, that doesn't bother me so much, even though it's my childhood home. They sold it. That's that's the thing. They're they're getting rid of stuff because my parents huh. separate. My parents are divorced now, so I'm watching my family just disintegrate. And I know eh. as a child that's one thing, but now I have a grown up brain, right. and I still can't reconcile my child like that. That like I can logically go, yeah, getting, it makes sense. You know, getting old is weird. I can't. <laughs> so. You know, I'm going through and I'm taking my stuff out. I thought I'd just be taking this letter, but I ended up taking my cars full. I have like boxes, boxes right. of stuff. And I'm standing in my attic going through sheets of paper, looking at my like old school things and my parents stuff. And I'm just getting sadder and angrier and sadder and angrier. Yeah. And I'm just yeah, like, huh, you know what? There's a silver lining. At least I can't be mad at myself thinking I'm a terrible artist anymore. Because I always sucked. I was just always bad. <laughs> no. So, you know what? I don't have to be upset at myself for that. No. Uh, but in a, on a serious note, but it's like it just kind of put me in a weird place. And I've already yeah. had a weird, like, a weird two weeks um, existential nonsense. And so th I just made this a sad cast. Um, <laughs> That's okay. We, we, so, uh... but. We cover all all aspects of humanity here, <laughs> right? Um, but what you when you mentioned um, putting a hole through the wall, it, I had brought this up to my sister. Um, how my and then it's just a weird segue, but how my nieces and nephews there's six of them in one household, five there's five of them in one household because um, the other one's a dog. <laughs> the boys, the three boys, decided they were going to, one, one of them wanted to be the Hulk, the other one wanted to be the devil, and the other one, I guess, wanted to look like they were human fireworks, because they found the food coloring dye, and just one green from head to toe. Oh my, with food coloring? Food. food oh, dye. that's rough. And they did it in the living room, not the living room, yeah, the living room. 
so the wood floor was like stained. Yeah, that's. I don't even know and if that'll come out. Their dad is a firefighter, so he wakes up, you know, after being a firefighter. Yeah, doing real work. And goes down to seize it, and he loses it. Which, Rife, I would have lost. Oh, that. I would have lost my mind. And he said, go outside. And he's on his hands and knees scrubbing. Just scrubbing the ground. So these, I'm going to call them gremlins from right from now on. These That's three a... gremlins decide, <laughs> oh, well, you know, we're going to, I want to see if we can make a pool in the basement. So they take a hose from the hose from outside, wheel it around into the basement, and put it into the, I think it's the the pallet, the, um, yeah, the, this pallet light, I forgot, the heating, the boiler. The boiler, okay. And they stick it like, into uh, the- Like on the, on the outflow valve, like where you want to drain it? Uh-huh. And they <laughs> oh, fill shit. it. Oh, shit. And while he's, mind you, this man is still trying to clean And he's upstairs trying to he's clean. Not, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> then they start breaking glass on the stairs, because- Either they just like the idea of breaking stuff like little boys do, right? Or they were like, "We're going to create a Home Alone esque trap so Dad won't get down to the basement to stop us from to see what it. we are doing." <laughs> Mind you, a little green gremlin, a little red gremlin, and then a speckled gremlin all doing this at once while he's the dad's just scrubbing at the floor, and. <laughs> My wife calls me and goes, I'm going to go. I, my whole family is at my brother's house because I think he's going to murder his kids. I mean, that's definitely pushing the line of, yeah, it and might be she, time for some murder. <laughs> and she explained the situation to me and I got mad as if they were my kids. Oh, I get it. It's and that, I was it's like, that it's, it's a dad thing. Like you <laughs> understand what it what it feels like to be in that position because you've been in that position before to some degree. And then with that amount, you immediately put yourself in that situation and think about how much you would want to kill everyone. <laughs> I was like, everyone. Where, where does this stop? Where do you stop? You're not the government. Stop doing bad things <laughs> for two seconds. Oh and my God. Like, it was so what happened with the one after another. Huh? Did, they de- did they destroy the boiler? Oh, um, he, they, his, his dad, um, my father-in-law and him had to take it apart and dry it, and hopefully it relit because oh. it, it got into the pallet stove too. That's what I was trying to say. There you so go. It yeah. got into the the pallet light, so they had to take the whole thing apart, dry it, put it back together, and see if it works. Which I think it did work. I am never um, going to complain about anything my kids do. Oh, 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 that's not whenever, true. But whenever I think my life is completely out of control, I just look at them. Yeah, that's that and is. It feels bad that I have to say a that. Whole other level. But I'm just like, I only have two. Yeah. How do you survive that? Yeah, but that's. That is I mean, insane. That's like and that calculated. Was just three of the kids, right? Absolutely. I mean, that's that's like, not just you know your kids doing something glass dumb. That's on like... the stairs to stop. To, <laughs> like they didn't think because you can tell where the child logic comes in where they're like. Well, I wouldn't want to step on the glass, so I just wouldn't go down the stairs. Not <laughs> dad's going to see the glass and wonder why. And still and trying to get down the grown stairs. up brain and go down the stairs in boots or something. Like, <laughs> they didn't think about that. Oh but God. yeah, it was 
absolutely insane. Oh, I forgot. They also painted the dog blue. The dog, <laughs> <laughs> the dog is the nicest boxer. Like she is such a sweetheart. Like she dance. I'll say she dances with me because she like sees me. She's a big dog and she like puts her arms on you, but she hugs. So right. she'll like hug me and then like kind of rock back and forth. Um. So she's a but nice she just dog. Give, that oh, she's on you. such a. She yeah. She's the only dog I'm really happy about jumping on me, even though it hurts because she's yeah. just so happy and she wants to hug. Yeah, no, I get but, it. But um, she just had puppies, like, right before that happened. She had she got just knocked had... up. She, well, yeah, there was this And the puppies looked thing. at her and went, but she's not she's a purebred. she's blue. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, she was just separated from the puppies because it was part of their agreement to buy the dog that, you know, the breeder would give them the dog. They would take care of her. She'd be used to breed. And something I don't fully agree with, but apparently it's a legit thing. So... Dog breeding in general has always struck me as weird. It's weird. Like I like doing understand it, doing it both professionally. Sides. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I understand like, both sides, but I can't fully agree with either side. It's weird. Well, I, I, I mean, I, I have no problem with you know. Okay, people want puppies. Of course, granted, there are tons of dogs out there in kennels and well, well, uh, strays and that you could get. But I, I get the concept of as a business, I'm going to sell a specific type of dogs because people want the specific type of dogs. I just don't understand the concept of people going, hey, so what do you do a living? You're like, oh, I make dogs fuck. Well, it's what weird I because I I realize the people who just do that, at least in my experience with the animal shelter, they're crazy. The people who do that on top of having a dog, a, a dog, a job, like um, if they're a like farmer – or, you know, if they do trucking stuff, usually trucking stuff, but they all have a job and supplement it with dog breeding because it is, you know, right. there's a time frame which you can do it. You know, there is a but... finite amount. You don't want to be abusive. The people who use that as a specific job usually abuse the animals that they have um, because they're trying to make oh, a I've... profit out of them. Yeah, I've never thought of it that way. I'm just thinking. like, um, the, So they're the... rushed to try to breed these animals out. Yeah. Well, cause I, it, I mean, if it's a certain quota bill you comes in, each month yeah. to pay your bills. Yeah. Well, the, well exactly. The... Like if you if you get a hospital bill, he's like, well, Mr. Chihuahua, you got to <laughs> fuck all these other ones. Like, like you just got to <laughs> <Yeah>, like, fuck it. <laughs> and I can only and the female animals just they get put on, so they put on some. Uh, oh, God. Gay. <laughs> just. Just put some rose here, petals here's some, out. Here's some doggy Viagra, and here you go. Like, get the there fuck you out. go. Just, like, it's just terrible. mash it up and put it in some applesauce and <laughs> peanut butter. <It's, laughs> Instant dog so, boner. So, like, but again, like, there are some people who are legit and don't like force it. And apparently, this guy is the type of person who doesn't force it, but they make it part of the deal. Hey, you want this dog? You don't pay, but when it's time to breed, when the dog breeds, and then we we spay we spay or neuter the dog, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I feel weird about it, but I also know I have a bias. Um, but regardless, so the dog's blue. Luckily, the puppies weren't there. I'm quite sure they would. Look you can't like breed that. They shit. would look like Skittles right now. <laughs> like, and I was just puppies. I was just Skittle terri- puppies. Uh huh. I was terrified when I heard that, and I'm so happy they were able to watch the die out of the dog. And like oh. these boys, they just these boys they, are so. I'm sorry. Th- things would have been broken in my house because that's like oh. the that's the only way I know how to express my anger. I have to get it out somehow, so I just break something. See, that's lucky I just shut down. But um, like these oh, boys no, I'm, are, I'm very external with my anger, but it, it usually these, just goes into destroying something. 
<laughs> Hopefully <laughs> something super not creative. Oh, these boys are super creative and super dumb simultaneously, which I think most little boys, most boys are. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, because I agree. I, I know I had a problem with playing with fire. I'm stupid. At, like, my childhood self was stupid, but I was very creative. And my yeah. dad made the mistake of trying to scare me by saying, because I used to cover up the smell of fire of smoke with Lysol. And he was like, oh, you okay. shouldn't do that. Because if you use salt and a lighter, you create a flamethrower. <laughs> he showed that to me. Oh, no. <laughs> and to this day, I sometimes stop, as much as I love my dad, I'll stop and just stare at him and go, you dumb, dumb man. You dumb, oh, like... dumb man. Still to this day, I, the feeling I got when I saw him do that for the first time was, wow, that is cool. That hasn't changed. <laughs> I'm a grown-ass man. I and mean, now I fear a, that my son is going to be the same. Yeah, I, mean, I feel my son's awesome. going to find that out as well. <laughs> like, There's like, nothing oh. not fucking awesome about a handheld flamethrower. I mean, like, I, Jesus, anything like that. I, I mean, I don't know. When I was a little boy, it was it was, it was, was just the way it was. Like, that's what boys yeah. did. They did weird, crazy, fucked-up shit all the time. But, I mean, even today, like, I don't have a gun. I don't like guns, but when I think about them, like it's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> you know, like, look at that fucking thing. Uh, be, being an ex, an, a, a former service member, I've realized that I think guns are super cool until I have to fire them. Well, yeah, I mean that's a whole like, different. I can't fetishize guns. No, no, I mean, oh. it's a whole different aspect. I mean, firing it is a whole different thing, and then firing it at something is a whole other level beyond that, right? Oh, I don't give a shit about that. I'm talking about the cleanup. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just, like one if i'm not ready for the recoil i look like a little bitch and i don't like that and then sometimes my hands get tired because i have arthritis <laughs> or or if i fire a shotgun it, it hurts my shoulder it, my shoulder hurts i don't i don't need that I mean my shoulder <laughs> and then when we're done on the range we have to clean up all the brass yeah, that's I don't want to do that. I'm well, sweaty. I, mean, I just fire guns all day. I smell like. Well, I, I mean, where like... they live, you could just go out in your backyard and shoot a gun off a few times. Probably not. I think I'm have traumatized. I have to clean brass. It's like, just, it's just it's ingrained just, it's into ingrained your. Ingrained in me. Your personality you just have to I do it. I cannot help it. Just like if my my son's holding his Nerf gun, I constantly tell him how to properly hold it. I can't help it. I just, he's tiny. He's smaller we're, than the Nerf gun. And I keep correcting him. And I just can't help it. Yeah, I, that's, I mean, that's human behavior. You're taught to do something and you are going to continue to repeat it until somebody, you know, comes somehow and breaks it some or breaks the cycle and teaches you to do otherwise <laughs> or something along those lines. That's just the way it is. Um, but yeah, know. to quickly finish up before we continue on, um, just the boys are so creative in how terrible they can be. It's a bad and combination. It's so <laughs> such a bad combination. Like it's they literally push the notion of unconditional love. I could say that, that. I mean, I'm they, just they, just they, you telling they, that they story. Just push is... it, and that's just one. Throughout the time we record these, I will have more. I guarantee well, I will I, have more unless I get a gag order from my wife. I will it, have more. It certainly puts things in perspective for me. Uh, the other day, my mother stopped by and she brought McDonald's shakes over. And she got herself a strawberry one. She got myself and both my kids vanilla. And my son decided he wanted the strawberry one and was not happy. And I don't know if he intentionally smacked it or was trying to get the strawberry, but he knocked mm. his on the floor and spilled shake everywhere. 
And I was, of course, in order... I can't, I'm not even going to bother trying to say the word. I was more mad than I should be. Oh, <laughs> and I God. was just like, fucking goddamn shake all the floor, clean it up. But that puts things in perspective. I just had to clean a shake off the floor. Yeah. <laughs> I was just scrubbing food coloring scrubbing out of wood. <laughs> or trying to take my boiler apart or stepping on broken glass as yeah. I go oh, down the steps God. into the basement. Ugh. Yeah. I just, nope. I. Uh... Once she told me that, like, I, I stayed mad for a few days. I was mad for a few days at those at those kids that aren't mine. I was just like, yeah, no, uh, I can't well, see them. They're not yours, but they're, they're relatives. You know them, you know? Yeah, I mean, I've known them all their life. Yeah, so it's but, it's it's fair. You're allowed to be mad at them. But I'm just Go, like, oh. Going oh back God. to uh, you talking about cleaning out the house, though. My, yeah, my mom's I, I, still in the house I grew up in. Okay. And she's been doing that lately, too. She's been trying to... Because she keeps, you know what I think it was when, when my grandfather died and my grandmother moved into, uh, my, they owned a couple properties. I mean, there's all these stories of my grandfather incurring like ridiculous amount of debt that we yeah. think was gambling. So they lost most of them, <laughs> which is great. But, um, anyway, she had to clean out her parents' house and just, it was like terrible. Like she just had such a hard time. There's so much stuff, everything everywhere. So she's been slowly starting to try to clean her house out. Couldn't she, she says to me, you know, I don't want you to have to do that and go through all this crap in the house. And so every once in a while, she'll bring some stuff over to me from, you know, something I had when I was a kid. And it's the same thing. Like I get all nostalgic and I'm looking through it. And every once in a while she brings over garbage and I'm, I'm just trying to figure out why she even bothered. Why she 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 brought over uh, a whole bunch of VHS tapes not that long ago and photos. I was going through photos mm-hmm. and she had all these VHS tapes. And I thought about it. I was, I was thinking, man, I really should uh, I should try to get them converted, you know, or something like that. And she's like, yeah, you know, I, I think I have uh, the machine at home to, to move them to a DVD. And I started thinking about it. And I realized that there's probably a bunch of my VHS tapes mixed in there. There's got to be some porn in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was saw, like, please don't. Uh, maybe I should do it. <laughs> I saw a VHS because my uncle used to like. He used to <laughs> bootleg cable because um, he, he. I guess he had that that box back in the day when cable I had was one. king. Yeah, yeah I had a black one. box. Yep. And so he would bootleg it and then record everything. So he had a literal library in his apartment full of VHSs, and yeah. then he had the VHSs under his bed. Right. And I would be babysit. He would babysit me, so you know I'd be there all day. And sometimes he'd smoke like his twentieth cigarette and have to go get more. And I would be watching movies, and I saw the ones under the bed. I was like, "These are I haven't seen these." <laughs> Ooh, I, <laughs> I, I remember one distinctly because he wrote it in <laughs> in handwriting. He had the greatest handwriting, by the way. But he it was like Oriental Express. <laughs> now when i think back i go wow that's offensive but <laughs> very <laughs> but but in in the early 90s it, it wasn't yeah i was just like okay put it in just 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 fucking just so that's much. a fucking so much. I ha- yeah i had one of those black we had one our family had one of the black boxes and then when i was like 13 or 14 years old i can't remember exactly how old a kid i went to high school with his uncle sold them or, or something along those lines. And I bought one from him. I remember I was working mm. my, my, my teenage job. I worked in a music store and um, 
I worked in a music store repairing instruments when I was 13, 14 years old. Like but, an alto music style? Yeah, thing? same same huh. type of deal. It was uh, 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 one of those small shops where I, I don't think they exist anymore because I think they've all been kind of morphed into one big one. Like we have alto yeah. local to our area in the Hudson Valley. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was you know one of those small shops where they sold musical instruments for the school kids and stuff like that. And they had to bring them in to get repaired. And then in the summer uh the schools that they owned you know a whole bunch of different instruments right for the school itself they would send them all in to get cleaned up and repaired anyway but i just i remember the kid stopping there outside and me going out and getting the box from him and then bringing it home and hooking it up and hiding it in my room so nobody knew i had it and i i just thought i just i just wanted to have it i thought it was awesome it's like oh i got this awesome kid just just like i am now i want all these cool bullshit things that are out there I just wanted yeah. to have that awesome, cool thing that allowed me to watch any channel I wanted, anytime I wanted. See, that would have been but, really cool, but instead, um, when I saw it on Packing Day, I saw it and it said American Psycho, I think '98, and I just flashed back to it because I remember that tape <laughs> specifically. That tape specifically, my uncle accidentally recorded over, so he recorded American Psycho. But if you continue through the credits porn is right after it got the porn at the end and it's like so, so your uncle like really ten, just was stockpiling like 90 10 minutes porn. of porn he was and, stockpiling any kind of media any movie yeah but porn we're or about, non-porn he was recording and stockpiling if we're talking about that era porn though that was on cable it was like the most soft core oh yeah bullshit ever and yeah, i mean but for actually for at, the time, for well, at the time boy oh, in the for a preteen boy back in the well, day we used to watch scrambled it. porn Oh yeah, no, Where he was no, like, no. "Oh man, that's an arm. That might be an." It nipple. was a different like... story then. I mean, when we were kids, like porn was just like this thing that was, I don't know, this nebulous thing that you tried we, to we... find somewhere. And among you know, other little could. kids, you would just blow it up to a bigger proportion. Yeah, it yeah. was just bigger than it needed to be. Yeah, and, and... then and it's crazy. And then nowadays, I mean, I would assume any preteen kid can go on the internet and find like. A woman fucking a horse if you wanted to like anything it's just it's crazy it's crazy the amount of access is absolutely insane well the access (laughs) is insane and the uh the spread of types and different things that are out there now is crazy i mean there's yeah stuff that not to not to kink shame at all anybody that likes certain things go for it that's you but the fact that it's all available for any child to get a hold of at any age (laughs) It's kind of fucking nuts when you think about it. It's just crazy how hard it was. For it's not us even kind of nuts. It is nuts. It's absolutely it's nuts. It's insane. Nuts. But Jesus, for our, for us at that age, we watching scrambled porn on a TV. It's like green and wavy and trying to make out a boob. And uh, <laughs> now you can see whatever the <laughs> fuck you want. Just go online, type in a URL, uh, and you're there. But anyway, well, I guess we're in, the, we're in that age. We're all jaded now. We're so jaded. Everybody's jaded, desensitized to everything nowadays. And I don't know if it's bad or good i i don't know anymore i'll mention it like this if twerking was a thing like a famous thing back when we were teenagers it would have been awesome to us obviously (laughs) yeah but that's because the internet wasn't really a thing this is true yeah oh uh, your dog (laughs) yeah i'm gonna have to edit out some dog barking that i've heard it's just great you know Um, she she loves to bark, but uh, she especially loves to bark when I fucking don't want her to. <laughs> of course. Um, which is all the time. Um, but 
I feel that the fact that it's so prevalent everywhere, everyone's doing it still to this day. And mind you, I am very mad that Miley Cyrus made it popular because she wasn't even like she. I feel like she did it ironically. How long ago did that start? I was in Afghanistan when it started. Jesus, that long ago? I was in the sandbox when I mean, it started. That's, I that's knew, crazy. I knew twerking was a thing for a while, but that's only because I, you know, have like Rastafarian, like Caribbean friends, friends from the right. island. Um, So that was just always a thing. I thought it was kind of dumb because all you're doing is shaking your butt. But whatever. That's yeah. to, to whom, you know, whatever you like is whatever you like. Oh, yeah. But. Absolutely. Um. <laughs> But then Miley Cyrus apparently made it super popular in the United States. And I remember sitting there. I feel I like didn't even realize that was the case. The world ended right then and there. Because I think around that time, we also had the government <laughs> shutdown. Yeah. And I'm just, right. just sitting in Afghanistan. And the guys are like showing Dude. YouTube videos. Because, you know, that's what soldiers do among each other on the FOB. And we're just like, I, I don't get it. <laughs> well, wow. I was like, I don't get it. There was a few of us that that didn't get it, but other ones were like, Smiley Cyrus is sexy. Oh, and she just turned like nineteen, or she just became an adult, or something uh, like that. I, I have never thought that Miley Cyrus was sexy in my life. I'm just, just <laughs> you know not what? my type of woman. It's funny with with me with Miley Cyrus. I hated her. I actually feel like this is about a lot of bubblegum singers. I hated them, seething hatred, and then out of nowhere, I just have an epiphany. Go, hey, you know what? They're not that bad. Well, it's, it's, all of them, every I mean, single I, one of them. I used to feel that way when I was, you know, in my like late teens, early twenties, about certain types of music. I'd feel like, oh, I, I was into like really prog rock and stuff, and all this really complicated. You seem like and, a grunge guy to me. I, like I was would be a grunge oh grunge guy. grunge was when I was uh, you know Nirvana years ninety four ninety five or yeah, yeah oh I was totally into grunge. I loved grunge. I had my guitar and I tried to play Nirvana songs all the time. But as I started getting into like, prog rock and even anything remotely considered progressive that was just mm-hmm. a little more musically complicated i started to get really swarm smarmy about you know okay. anything that wasn't oh pop music and punk music pop, and yeah, pop music they're just playing garbage. three chords over and over how that's not music that's awful bullshit um and then i slowly started to realize that it, it doesn't you know if it sounds good it sounds good but yeah i i, I was a definitely a a music uh idealist <laughs> but yeah. I, I got to the same point i was just realized you know what Every, anything can be for anybody and who, who am i to yeah. judge what one person likes versus what i like oh i've never judged anybody on stuff like that I, oh it's weird because when i was um, young when i was young and stupid which is was fucking weird. forever ago now yeah. it was weird because among my friends i was the first to lose my virginity so i felt like like i just kind of had like a weird mind about it but so? I also because they would ask me stuff and it would start to oh, inflate really? my ego. Oh, I get it. But I also wasn't a cool. You also kid. didn't know what the fuck you were doing too. Yeah, really, I wasn't a cool <laughs> kid at all. So it made me feel like almost like a weird pseudo sage. Yeah, well, where I would it, give it's... advice, but it was mostly like emotional advice, and I can only remember being so, like, "So you funny know, just to think about. care about the person you're with." I'm think I'm talking about the sex aspect of it. It's just so funny, like dude who just got laid for the first time. Like, so wait, what are you supposed to do? It's like I don't fucking know. I, no, <laughs> no, absolutely. I was like, they, 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 I swear to God, the they would ask me like, how did it feel? And the first day, I'll go. It was just so warm. <laughs> that was it. That was it. Just so w- warm? warm, warm. Like I just felt 
like in a good like you know that moment when you wrap yourself up in a blanket and it's cold like the air conditioner is on so everything is cold outside and you're cocooned in like your favorite blanket and that moment that right before you go to sleep just everything is warm and that feeling like that was the feeling i likened it to about a week ago i had i just hadn't slept in several days because i just i don't sleep and i can't sleep i'm I don't know what yeah. it is, insomnia or what. And I, I was so tired. And I just, it was cold in the house from the AC. And I wrapped myself up in the blanket. And I knew, oh, that's oh, so good. <laughs> nothing better. All right, maybe All right. we should uh, start. Yeah, whoever's listening is like, what the fuck? These like guys 30, have not gone on topic. 35, yeah, we're 35 Let's cut a lot of that out. So. <laughs> I'm, no, we're not it cutting therapy. it out. God it's damn it. Th- it's good stuff. <laughs> I'm not gonna. We're, I'm not playing the topic music anymore because it's fucking stupid. We're just gonna bounce right into our topic this uh, podcast, which is litter bugs. We're gonna talk ah. about litter bugs uh, because they they fucking suck. And how much I despise people who are so fucking lazy. They mm. feel the need to throw anything—a gum wrapper, a chip wrapper, a coffee cup—on the ground, out their window, whatever it fucking may be. For no reason. I mean, I I genuinely can't understand the point of, okay, I'm driving down the road. I'm just going to throw this empty Dunkin' Donuts cup out the window instead of leaving my car and literally just taking it out when I get home and putting it in the fucking garbage can. I do not understand it. I mean, that doesn't just go with littering. These people who do that are the same type of people who fucking leave the toilet, who leave toilet paper in the toilet seat, like inside oh, the yeah. toilet. Um, oh, leave the shopping cart to roll across the fucking oh, lane to hit hit a parked car. Like the same type it, of people. It's a whole. It's definitely a collection of things that that type of person does. And you're right. Oh my god, the shopping cart thing that drives me nuts too. I, you know what? I, it always cracks me up when there's like a group of shopping carts somewhere out in the middle of the parking lot, and it's like mm-hmm. the the people saw the little group there were like, well, I'm doing kind of the right thing. At least I'm putting it next I, to. I other put it on cars. the thing so they're. Ne- they're herded. We herded no, they're, them. They're all herded together, so they don't have to walk around as much. I mean, they're good. You know, they're not lined up or in any sort of order. They're just kind no, of a no. big fucking cluster of fucking part. Oh, you fucking lazy assholes! I had a moment. No, this this counts as littering to me. I don't give a fuck. This counts as littering to me. The shopping cart thing. I had. I work in. I think I've mentioned it before. I'm a vendor. I drive around to different stores. I set up displays and stuff like yep. that. I. And driving, I'm getting ready to leave the store. I had just worked all day and got. A, I have an hour before I have to go home. I have an hour drive to head home. Right. And somebody leaves a cart and is rolling, slowly rolling towards, towards another cart, and it's catching speed. So I turn oh into God, a parking God. space and park like an asshole, jump out of this car. To stop it? And to stop the cart. That's how you know you're a good fucking person. And so I do that. Mind you, I'm cussing the whole time (laughs) i stop the cart and i put the cart back and i look back and somebody who's getting ready to park saw my parking job and started talking shit about how (laughs) fucked up and how much of an asshole i am for parking the way i did were you around a lot of other cars or were you just kind of off to the side it was weird because i didn't have a lot of time before the cart hit the other car and i I vaguely believe in karma so it was like two parking spaces that weren't near each other, but there was a car and there was a cart, um, the cart rack. Oh, because so I, I could totally. In the, I'm sorry. sorry go ahead. Uh, Finish. My back wheel was in the other was in the other parking spot, <laughs> and my front side was inside the space. 
Dude, I could totally see you at you parking like 30 feet away from any other car and that fucking asshole just deciding to park back there next to you just so he could fucking complain. <laughs> I'll be about honest, how you I do it. not park a mile away. I hate doing that. My in-laws do it and it's it's obnoxious to me. Oh, I agree. My car is so perfect. No. Well, I get my mother, it. I get my why mother people do it, do it, but I don't do it. Yeah, my mother like when she whenever she'd get a new car, she would do it because and I get it like especially like for my mother, she works really really hard for her money. Yeah. And to buy a new car, it's a point of pride. She wants to keep it as pristine. I'm the same way that, like, I, the way I looked at it was, it's going to get fucked up. It's just going to happen. Yeah. So I might but as well not inconvenience my myself. It takes one deer, one deer yeah. to fuck up your it's whole car. It's not even one deer. It's just one asshole in a parking lot that walks by yeah. with a zipper on his coat just and scratches the side of my or, car. Or, or your my favorite leaves their fucking cart out in the middle of the lane yeah. to hit your car. Oh my god! But yeah, dude, so people... I did it because I vaguely believe in karma. I heard these people talking shit about my parking job, which I didn't have much time, so I had a reason. But fuck it, right? And I'm sitting there driving home, just like fuck. <laughs> this is fun. Of course, of course, I decide to do the right thing and still and get, get shit on. You get shit on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about the other side of the argument, the but, people that do it and go, well, I mean, someone's got to collect them anyway. That's giving someone a job. <laughs> okay, can... one, that someone is you. That someone is you. Even if it's not your job, that someone is you. Still your Personal responsibility, job. bitch. Dude. Two, that person does have a job. They're usually a cashier that gets called to fucking right. do carts in the fucking rain. Like, go outside in the rain in the 30-degree weather to collect carts. How do I know that? Because when I worked in Sam's Club, I was that guy. See, the- when I when I worked at Media Play, we had carts, but I don't remember anyone ever ever going to collect them. It's like we just left them out there. No, still to this day, if there's carts there, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, like, I mean, like AC it's not, Moore it's not surprising. or whatever's there, they don't give, they don't care. Well, I mean, some of it might be self sustaining, right? Because they leave them in the parking lot, and then the next asshole picks it up and brings it in. I mean, when you worked in media play, weren't the carts metal? So if they just they would no. just rust out, or did yeah, you have? Plastic they were carts? plastic carts. They were shitty plastic carts, and okay. we never had a lot. Like we never had, we never had more than ten. It wasn't like there was a hundred carts like a, a supermarket, mm. grocery store, or something would have. So. I feel like most of the time they just kind of stayed outside until we realized there was zero in the store and then somebody would go out and try to pull them together. But it was never me. But either way, like even when I go to the grocery store, I either put it in the fucking little lane thing that they have to line them up. Or if they don't have them, I bring it back into the store. And I'm not, you know, I do lots of stupid, bad, shitty habit things. But that's one of the things I think is fucked up. You drew the line at that point. I bring it back into the fucking store if if I can't. Because I think of exactly what you said. Somebody standing out there in 20 degree weather raining trying to collect those fucking carts or it's 100 degrees out and they're yeah. out there collecting carts in the sun i guess we're talking about people who leave carts in the parking lot and not litter bugs yeah. but again no <laughs> but we, we are littering. going to talk about litter bugs because it's, it's going to escalate to that in a second but no the same that the same person that says well I'll give them the job yeah to not get paid well enough and then you're going to fight against the minimum rate wage being lifted oh absolutely you know it's the same people. fucking dickheads doing and that it's like, well they must have made mistakes to have to do those jobs motherfucker Somebody always has to do somebody those has to do it. jobs. Yeah. No matter somebody how well do they do, no matter how bad they do. If we didn't spend if we didn't pay one person to say I am the leader and then pay them the the wage of that one the cart guy a million times over to that one person, we'd have yeah. enough for that cart guy to do that job happily without you being an asshole about it. Yeah, They'd be outside like a fucking meter D. 
just waiting for you to bring it up. And like, well, thank you, sir. I'll bring it back now. Like, oh boy, yeah, be right there waiting. It's for fucking you. ridiculous. Well, you, your point is just the perfect point because, like you said, do you want to fucking do it? No. So I and should. Shouldn't when you think about it, shouldn't pay scale be representative of how much you don't want to do the job when it really comes down to it? Like, shouldn't the <laughs> never, shittiest... America's never worked that way. Are you well, shouldn't that be never. how it should be? Like the jobs that nobody That's... wants to do, shouldn't they get paid the most? Okay, the way things should be, money shouldn't exist. But since we're not at that point, and well, we'll never, never be, be at, at that, that point, point yeah. we like yes, I will I will concede that yes, that's how it should be if we're gonna deal with money. Like, I mean if you don't want to do the job. Maybe you should get paid a little bit more. Let let's say somebody came at least into a reasonable wage, where you can I mean, go the, to a hospital and you can miss a week of work and still be able to pay your bills. Yeah. And well, this eat. so this happened to media play a million times. Shit, cran man, people just spreading shit all over the place on the oh wall, writing shit with their shit. I don't know how somebody actually writes on the wall with their own feces, but it happened multiple times, leaving shit laying all over the place. I would pay any amount of money to not have to clean that up. If that was my bathroom, I would pay anybody any amount of money to come and clean that up so that I didn't have to do it. So that why wouldn't that person get paid? And it was some cashier making minimum wage that had to go in there and clean that shit up. Yep. Because we only had a we only had a, a janitor like in the mornings for a couple hours to kind of clean up each day before the, the store opened. Yeah, people want to talk about the shitty attitudes of like workers in like Walmart and shit like that. I'm sorry. Have you been to a Walmart bathroom? If I'm not mistaken, they don't only just have a janitor who cleans that bathroom. They have associates that have to emergency clean that bathroom. Oh, absolutely. Because janitor's yeah. not there all the time. Let's not even mention that the janitors should get paid more too. But regardless, and have proper PPE. But like you go through training that talks about like fluid handling stuff. Are you, I'm getting a job at Walmart getting paid 12 something. You're telling me there's a chance I have to deal with human, human fluids? Yes, yeah. The it, fact that you just, have to use the word fluids <laughs> to denote well, I mean, other substances coming from a person that I have to deal with? The well, the bathroom at Media Play was, and I think it was mandated by, by law that they had to have, excuse me, had to have a bathroom. I think just based on the size of the store, or, um, uh, something along those lines. But yeah, I mean, you're talking about a cashier getting paid nothing. Like there was no training, and I don't even think there's proper equipment. It was like go into the janitor closet, see what you can find, and try to just come and it. clean the shit off of the wall and toilet oh, and wherever else it and may if it have dries, ended up. Dries, you have to like scrape. Yeah. Oh. Oh god, dude, <laughs> awful. Oh, you know what? You know what? One of my my least favorite types of litter bugs are people who flick fucking cigarettes out of their car window. It, oh, I get so pissed at those people. Oh, I get I, I I will I had somebody do it in front of me the other day and I was going giving them the finger <laughs> through my windshield. I mean they couldn't see me, but I was so angry because yeah. I saw it. I every time I see somebody do that, I think about somebody might have a gas leak or something, and that lit mm. cigarette, they drive over it and their car just fucking goes up. Because one fucking dumb piece of shit asshole couldn't be bothered lazy. to use an ashtray. And or like something. your car already smells like shit. Just yeah. put it in the ashtray. Well, and even even like, I guess I guess the thinking is I don't want to have to have an ashtray I have to clean out, motherfucker. If you want to smoke, use the ashtray. Like, yeah, just fucking do it. But that's that's those are the same people who bitch about not being able to smoke in buildings anymore. Like, I'm sorry, you're not responsible. I don't give a shit what anybody says. You because people who don't complain about that generally don't have that problem that I that I've known anecdotally, obviously. Smoking, smoking is a a good example though of how 
things can change because I mean, when we were kids and even way early in that, you know, 60s, 70s, smoking was just ubiquitous and everybody seemed to do it. Uh, and now it's, it's really stigmatized. I mean, it completely changed well, the, the, the attitude. I have a, a, um, conspiracy theory that it was some, some rich asshole who lobbies that probably has traumatic background with, you know, their parents used to smoke and their daddy or mommy died. And just... so they had like a Batman-esque vengeance <laughs> campaign against cigarettes where they couldn't necessarily take it down because it's too much of a revenue maker. But they, but could, they, could, they could fight it. They could hobble it. Hobble it, yeah. And you can see how, how stubborn people are because people still smoke today. They do. It's snowing outside, shivering. Yeah. <laughs> but they have to, they just have to have to have it. Um, you could say, well, that's addiction, but that's also stubbornness on top of that. Like you inconveniencing yourself in one way to stop another inconvenience. Yeah, there's definitely there's a combination of factors. The the levels that go on from there, because my mother struggled with with smoking cigarettes. My dad stopped cold turkey. My mom struggled for at least two years. My uh, my dad smoked so for quite it. some time. I don't think he gave up a cold turkey, but he stopped. My stepmother still smokes. My brother still, both my brothers, I think, smoke at this point. Oh, I, I definitely believe at least the brother I know smokes, <laughs> smokes every, yeah. like every chance he gets. Yeah, I mean, but but even if it was some Batman-esque dude who was like, I'm going to put all my money behind this, at least it changed. Like there was a, well, that's a, what I'm a culture changer behind it. I feel like you need somebody like that. Yeah. Um, to do to for anything to fucking move in this country. Yeah, I mean, some, <laughs> sometimes it takes one person with the right idea. Rather than, right, you know, a million right people capital. trying to get it done. And the right cap. <laughs> well, I mean, everything's going to take the right capital. Oh, but boy, yeah, true, do I hate those true. folks that throw the cigarette. But, oh, speaking of another type of litter book, this is my favorite. Oh, you know, favorite in the opposite direction. Um, the bubblegum litter bug. They'll just <laughs> stick their gum under anything. They'll stick their gum on something. That's They'll a just, whole other level of gross, too. Like, remember in school... And I know there's mostly other kids, but you find this in office spaces too, like yeah. a piece of gum that's just dried to the point of being a mineral yeah. in a windowsill. Oh, not everywhere. even under a desk, but in a windowsill. Oh, I you can find them everywhere. You find them on the floor, like in a corner somewhere, yeah, in the just, bathroom, on the sink, everywhere. Um, I had one person they they stuck gum gum under like the lip of a bench, not even under the bench, the lip where your butt would sit. And so my fat ass sits down on it, and the bottom of my pants catches it. And oh, it's, I've had that It's like 90 degrees. I've had that happen, So yeah. it just melts right off onto the back of my leg. And I feel something like, what the fuck is that? But I, it's not on my leg. I was so wearing I'm, pants. Okay, whatever. Yeah, I was – oh, okay. So you didn't even notice. Yeah, it got on my something. pants, but same thing. And I can't and you smell that like hint of mint? You don't know what it is? Yep, just a tiny hint of mint. And you're yeah, like, just, the fuck I'm is not that? chewing gum. I've had, I've had, I've stepped and had my shoes ruined yep. because you can't get it out. Like if you've got the type of tread, like I, I like the waffle treads mm. and they're just cracks. I mean, once it's in there, there's just, you can't get it out. The shoes are ruined. The, the grossest one I'm going to probably back up for my microphone. I'm going to react to it. Um, is the grossest <laughs> moment I had was dealing with the litter bug in a park. Somebody put a gum on the side and it was, ugh, it was covered in fucking ants. Ooh, like and you know whole, that like, you know swarm? what the ball of ants look like, like yeah. that gross, like moving massive black. Yup. Oh yeah. <laughs> Grown man, me. Sam <laughs> went. Ah! Oh! Oh shit! Oh! <laughs> like, <laughs> I could see I just that, peeked though. out. 
but I freaked out because I touched it and I felt them just like move and the stickiness of the gum. And I was like, I, I lost my, I lost my shit. I, I, I did a grown man freak out like that the other day. I moved my, I went to move my garbage cans down the curb and there was a little snake underneath one of them. <laughs> I did the same thing. I instantly felt like the biggest piece of crap in the world. There's that. There's it was so tiny like di- too. It was a little tiny itty bitty snake. It was oh. maybe a baby. It was snake. a gardener, oh. like probably a little gardener. probably a gardener snake or garden snake, whatever the fuck. Well, the thing is, we're taught snakes are scary, which yes. reasonably so. So as soon as you see the shape and it moves, Yo, your oh, body's instantly. gonna react. There's in my uh, like the the lower part of my yard that's kind of like not really landscaped or anything. There's a there's quite a few. I've gone down there with a the mower and just found snake guts flying flying out but there's one there's a rock down there there's that that's in a specific spot and there's a snake that lives under it and every time i go to weed whack around it he kind of pokes his little head i'm like i'm almost done i'm getting okay i'll get out of your way bud (laughs) like like, just leave me alone he sticks his little head out and sticks sticks his tongue out at me like the fuck away from my house i move i move myself away i had (laughs) i had um i remember very vividly like it was like i was three or something it wasn't that long it was probably like 15 15 years ago, something like that. I had a boss that I was driving with. This bo- oh, I, I loved this dude. Everybody hated him. Everybody in the company hated him. They fucking hated him. He was so nice to me. He just always treated me awesome. And like, I got along great with him. Everybody else fucking hated him. But he would like random times during the day, he'd be like, hey, want to go get some coffee? We'd just take a ride, get some coffee. And we'd be out, get the coffee and be, say, nah, you know, what? I got to stop and look at shoes. Let's go get some shoes. We'd go. I love the dude. But anyway, I vividly remember one time we stopped and got coffee and he like took a couple sips or something of the coffee and I don't remember what was wrong with it. They didn't do it right or something. And he literally just threw the whole cup out the window. <laughs> the whole full cup of coffee, styrofoam cup out the window. And I'm glad I just, you're the only person who likes him because I fucking hate this guy I, right well, now. I just looked at him and I was, <laughs> I'm thinking, what the fuck was that? Why? Do you have, Why? Do you have an emotional disorder? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> why would you do that like i don't know i, I mean my car my car i i just like the garbage just accumulates in my car little bits like not a lot while i'm out and then i get out of the car the the garbage can's right there i get out pull everything out throw it in the garbage can i i, I do I, have a bad habit of accumulating garbage in my car but i don't i again i throw it out i don't yeah. just throw it out of yeah my but car. it's accumulating in your car not on the side of the road yeah even I mean, I guess people don't think this abstractly, but even just like the beautification of your area, you know, yeah. to have it look nice and not have trash all over the fucking side of the road. There's been a couple of times I've been going down uh, Route 6 by us and I see somebody out there actually picking up the garbage, putting it in bags. And I always want to roll down the window and say thanks. But then I realize it's probably like a community service yeah, like you have or to something. Do that. Yeah, they probably were forced to do it. I doubt they're out there doing it out of the goodness of their heart. I mean, even so, though, I mean, if they're if they're being forced to do it for community service, you know, as reparations for doing something bad or something <laughs> like that, is that the right word to use? Should I, I probably shouldn't use the word reparations. I mean, it's probably not the right word. I mean, as, uh, it's, it's like reparations is basically just a big word for here's apology something like, a, yeah, I know, but it's, prize. it's probably, so not I don't think that's not, that's the word. And yeah, I'm not looking up the definition. Fuck you. I don't care. But anyway, the way it's being used, but I should, back to I could still roll down the window and say, yeah. thank you. I mean, they're still doing it. Yeah, back to your point in the coffee, though. God. So, um, again, the job I work with as a vendor is myself a vendor and an associate of the store. 
we're all talking. And mind you, I have to do a survey of the area of an area in the store. So as I'm doing the survey, I've noticed not one, not two, but three various coffee cups sit in an area. I'm supposed to clean certain areas, but if it's right, right outside, I'm not fucking touching it. And one of yeah. my and one of my lines is if it's a cup full of something biodegradable, I just can't bring myself to touch it. Like if a I'll child eats candy and they put it down, it sticks to the. T- I just can't do it. Oh, I don't. I don't blame you. I and, wouldn't and that's there was a, a good cup. Point though. Continue. Yeah. Sorry. No cups are a good so point. Your point. No, you're yeah. you're right. People do that constantly. They just oh, leave their cups laying. Go, go in a grocery store and count how many you can find. I, yeah. The cup was of I'm assuming coffee, but it was foam. It was foamy. It wasn't new. It uh, it was foamy, and I was like, "How long has this been sitting?" Oh, it was off brown. It wasn't even like brown anymore. It was like off. I was like, "How long was this sitting here?" And she goes, "It's been here for like three days. Nobody, nobody, nobody wants to touch, touch it. it. <laughs> nobody wants to touch it. They're understaffed at the store." Um, I'm not going to touch it because it's been there for that long. Yeah. And I'm, I'm pissed off. And the other vendor from the other, whatever other company she works for kind of jokes about it. And it's like, no, that's our hard limits. Cause that's disgusting. It's really disgusting and inconsiderate when people do that because it's sort of, it's the same. And I liken it to the same people that do the that believe wholeheartedly in the customer is always right. They feel entitled, so they just don't give a shit. Like somebody also clean it, like you said earlier. 100%. Somebody also fucking clean it, and they they just do it. They do it. They you know what? They don't even think about that. They don't go that far yeah, no, to be right. considerate of another it, person doing it. It does not even go through their mind. They just set so it down. It's like a they, subconscious they thing. They it. feel that they for, they're entitled to do it. For those who forget, fine. They get in their car. They go, oh shit, I left my drink. Get oh, your course. ass That's- back. In a parking spot and go back in the in the store. No, agreed. That's that's the, if you forget, you know, yeah, you're not doing it on purpose. I, that's a different story. Lean into it until I think just get park and go get it because I'm sure oh, I would notice when you got into your car. I would. But oh, anyway, I absolutely would. Yeah. But anyway, so they, you know, um, where she makes a joke, we kind of laugh, try to laugh it off because it sucks. It's upsetting. It's genuinely upsetting. And it's such a small woman, thing, but it's so. Uh, demonstrative of the way people are yeah it really so we're is. at one side of the store we weren't i won't say that we're not speaking super loud we're not yelling because we're right next to each other i guess maybe the loudest part was us laughing because i'm still doing my survey while we're doing this a woman one two and a half two and a half aisles away peeks her head out and just <laughs> stares at us i can see and, it face. <laughs> And I'm just looking at this this woman this 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 you I would just let you, anyone imagine what she looks like because I'm sure you're right no matter what your imagination is <laughs> looks as well I I go ma'am do you I need, see a, um, I see a white woman Karen haircut <laughs> I, I I say um oh ma'am do you need help with anything don't I don't drop a beat when I notice she's looking at us because people right. tend instead of saying excuse me because usually people who do that are generally rude. Um, okay, that's a lie. That is a lie. I have met a lot of nice, nice people who come up and say, "Excuse me." Yeah, I, I wear plain me. clothes. Yeah, I actually I say, actually, I always say, "I'm sorry to bother you." That's the way I put it. Okay, well, either one; those are fine. Yeah. But she, uh, she's just staring. Some people, a lot of people, just do that. 
because uh, I guess they're too. trying to guess if they're like if you work there or not before they say something, which you know that shows a lot of insight oh. that they're probably giving them. Yeah, and, especially when your situation that makes sense. They're trying yeah, to figure I, out me and the vendor. We wear plain clothes. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Um, we try to wear the opposite color of whatever that store has, and so <laughs> and never black because you and if See, you wear black anywhere you go, you work there. Sometimes it's fun to just wear a red polo into Staples or a blue polo into Best Buy and go in and wait for somebody to come up and ask you a question and be like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I wore a blue polo because I worked in Best Buy. I wore a blue polo to Target and had a guy get mad at me that I didn't work at Target because I was wearing a blue polo. <laughs> so it doesn't matter the color. It's a fucking polo. <laughs> they oh, see. You should just you should just, just be like, I don't fucking know. Uh, excuse me. I was on my lunch break. I was Fuck getting off, lunch man, at Target. I'm busy. <laughs> but anyway, back to the original. So she's staring at us, and I said, "Yeah, ma'am. How, um, do you need help with anything?" She, was, it's just inappropriate for you guys to be talking about that in the store. Why? And I, <laughs> Why? I'm looking at her because I'm I'm starting to get hot, and I want to say something back. But you know, it probably gets my best interest to say something back. See, I the associate back. did not give a shit because <laughs> yeah, she's been working there for years. And they keep short staffing her. And the other vendor spoke up and was like, "Well, if you're not one of the, if you're not one of the people who did this, you shouldn't have to worry about it." That's very true. That's she said it straight out, and I looked at her and went, "Yeah, yeah we're complaining about the people that do this shit. If you don't do this shit, what's your fucking problem?" And again, Period. you were listening in on us, and if you if you got offended, I'm sure you did it, and you felt bad, yep. and you had to redirect it. I'm <laughs> it would be quite she sure probably had just felt. left one two hours over. Oh, I it's I funny. whole hand. You know what? They fuck it up for the rest of us too. So my daughter goes to gymnastics, uh, local, and mm-hmm. a few months it was quite a while ago. A few months back, they had it was not long after they reopened after COVID. Um, we went in for a lesson, and I had just picked up a coffee from Dunkin' Donuts and I walked in with it and the gentleman that uh, one of the owners, he came up to me and he said, Hey, uh, you're not allowed to have that coffee in here. And I said, mm. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that. He said, yeah, well we just, people leave them laying all over the place and we end up having to pick them up. So we just have to say no. I'm like you motherfuckers ruined coffee for me. I can't bring my fucking coffee in here while I'm watching yep. my daughter do gymnastics now because you stupid lazy assholes couldn't be bothered to put them in the garbage cans that are in the fucking facility. All you have to do is pick it up and put it in the garbage can by the exit. You couldn't fucking do that, and now none of us can have coffee. And I'm gonna say it like this: these are the same people. That, I know this is gonna become a trope or a meme at some point if we keep doing this. These are the same people that feel like their opinions really fucking matter when they tweet on fucking Twitter. Oh, of course. The well, same I'm, fucking people. You I'm pretty sure that's matters, everybody that do, tweets on Twitter. <laughs> like, like it's it's it, there's a thing that my parents um well, my my parents didn't say it directly like this, but it's the way I translated it is if I can't trust you to wipe your ass correctly, how can I trust you when you give me an opinion on something? <laughs> no, that's true. Like it's... you can't clean up behind yourself. Why the fuck do you think your opinion's right? I mean, what it when it boils down to it, it took me a while to realize this. Which is embarrassing, but you're never going to change someone's mind on the internet. Oh no, just absolutely not. not. It's just not absolutely not. I've, um, I've known that for years. It's still frustrating, it, but I've known that for years. So our 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 buddy Shale has a song. I don't remember which song of his, but the lyrics are uh, arguing on the internet. It's arguing on the internet. That's the name of the song. Yeah, I love that song. You know the lyrics. <laughs> even even I, you when you when you lose. That's yep. one of the lyrics. Is even uh, it's been you, a while since I've. Oh my god, it's been a while. And, since and one of the lyrics is it's like it's like running in a wheelchair, 
chair, chair ugh, it's like running in a wheelchair race. Even if you win, you're still, and you're still. it's the R word, which I'm not going to say, which doesn't actually make sense because that's not, it's, it's somebody that's in a wheelchair or disabled. There was or, a, there's a, there's like three degrees of physically. separation, what he was, where he was going with that. No, I get it. Um, His lyrics because, are always very good, very yeah. well written. But um, the point is, yeah, like even if you win the argument, you're still a loser. <laughs> you're yeah. still a loser. Like when it I, comes down to I, it, I'll put an opinion out on the internet once, once in a while, and it's usually benign. Dude, I got real bad for a while in some of the local groups. <laughs> I really did. You yeah, I. You know what? I do remember hearing about you. <laughs> I I did. I got really bad some of the local local groups for a while because it was just so infuriating that. It was trolls. That's really what it was. It wasn't even... I mean, it was a mix. There's definitely a lot of people that just had just fucking stupid opinions. And I'm not even yeah. talking about necessarily like political, politically divisive opinions. I'm no, no, about just, just anything. Just straight. You're fucking dumb, dude. Like, you're just dumb. It's um, the same. Batman could be Superman. Yeah. Like, How? just, just because stupid. Because he's Batman. Does like, not there's make no sense. logic behind that. Right, right. You're just saying yeah, what just, you just, want. Really ridiculous. And there's a mix, a healthy mix in our local Facebook groups, which I assume is probably ubiquitous everywhere. Well, you're on a Facebook group, so... Yeah, people people who who actually are just stupid and then the trolls. But, oh, man, I got really bad into it some of the time until I I realized, (laughs) just thought to myself, why? Like, why am I even bothering? Like, why am I reading? Why am I bothering to even think about it and letting it occupy any of my my brain space to be angry about? I have enough things to be angry about. Oh, yeah. People who throw fucking coffee cups on uh, shelves in stores. I feel like people who generally like I'll say constantly post on the Internet, just whatever idea pops in their head is literally littering on the Internet. Like, to to tie it back in. It really is. That's a good uh, good way to put it. No real thought, all feelings. Twitter like litter. No, yeah, well, because it because you'll say something or post something really stupid. TikTok is real big about this because they just do it. Um, they'll put something out there, say the dumbest thing, and say it with such confidence, and it just sticks in the brains of other people who see it and either upset them or make them think very in very stupidly. I, I'm not going to call them morons because not necessarily they are morons, but they being susceptible they be. to suggestion, they might be, <laughs> but being susceptible to suge- suggestion does not denote intelligence. Um, it no, denotes agreed. influence and maturity. So like dealing with like, for instance, somebody will say some crap about defending Amber Heard. Right. And, even despite the evidence, despite any of that, I don't care what your opinion is on it, but clearly there is something wrong when you hear evidence of what she did as well. Sure. And there are people like, no, he did this. And despite that, nobody believes her because she's a woman or they'll say something like that. Like for six years, she was unquestioningly believed for six years. You're just excluding that. Right. Because you feel that way. Just you you're giving me an uh, an emotional argument to something they have put evidence to like actual things to. And it just feels like you're you're just shitting. You're 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 spewing shit out you and are. leaving it there out there for people to see and until it backfires and gets you canceled at some point. Like <laughs> Yeah, another ten years from now, they'll end up they'll end up canceled. Yeah, because I, and I feel like we should grow out of that. We should. I, had, I like. You, no, on. you're right. I had a. Uh, I guess I won't use names, but uh, our friend Chris, we'll say that part. His girlfriend, you know her, right? 
knew her, yes. I mean, you know who she is, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. Who she yeah, is. I I had a discussion with her every once in a while. I would talk to her on Facebook, but this was like months and months ago, and she kind of made the same point you did. You know, there are some people that believe certain things just simply because they're susceptible to believe them, and that's it. They're mm-hmm. not stupid. They're not bad people. They're just susceptible yeah, they just, to it, and, and that's and, why echo chambers happen. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's, and it's it's, it's it makes not, you feel good to be right. But the, her, her point was just simply, justified. it's not necessarily fair to be mad or, you know, be hateful towards somebody simply because they're susceptible to that, uh, that level of thinking because they're so easily manipulated to, or not even manipulated. That's a bad, that's a negative connotation. To uh, well, it. It, the manipulation only comes from if the person who's saying it, no one, I believe it knows they're manipulating somebody. Um, and True. two yeah. has ill intentions. That's the only time I feel like manipulation works because well, manipulation I mean. technically it's, it's... just means to direct someone. But that, no, I know what you mean. But that's what I mean. That negative connotation okay. of of yeah, it has deliberate, a, right, it does have a deliberately misleading somebody. But just the idea, you know, some people just are not just some people. I think a lot of people, most people, are just susceptible to uh, to that that sort of. I don't even want to use the word brainwashing because it again has a negative <laughs> connotation, and it's not that. It's just simply it's suggestion. Just it's suggestion. Suggestion. Yeah. And you know, to to dislike somebody or hate somebody or feel that they're inferior just because they were persuaded by that suggestion isn't really fair. And I, I mean, if we could all kind of think a little more like that, that would be good. Did you watch the uh, the South Park post COVID special? No, I don't often watch south park i i i just i mean it came out months ago i just happened to watch actually i started watching it like two months ago and then i finally okay, finished I, it I, i'm sorry i'll say like this i probably watch two or three episodes every four years that's I don't fair really watch the I, most of 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 south park i've seen was when cartman made that bully eat his parents <laughs> and, and that was when which it was is great. my which is my favorite episode <laughs> i love that it, episode i love dark humor well, I mean the 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 show in general has morphed quite a bit in what it does. Okay, and, and the coon is. episodes. That's what I was going to say. Those the are coon, good too. All the coon episodes, I love. Uh, some of the more I, recent. I like the episodes, games too. I did like the games. The games were good. Oh, the games were really good. Yeah. I enjoyed the games. Some of the more recent seasons have been a little more uh, narrative and okay. having an overarching story throughout the season. And I don't know. It's it's not bad, but anyway, uh, just the end of the episode. Basically, everybody. It's it's during COVID times, you know, like when it was really bad, everybody hated each other and, you know, Trump was around, everybody hated each other because yeah. of him and everybody just got really high there. I was just like, we should cut each other some slack. There's no reason to hate you just because you feel a little different because they're all super high. I was just like, oh, there you go. That's the, that's the solution. That's, uh, I was talking to Chris um, the other day and we kind of were thinking that's how people in the nineties generally were. Yeah. Generally like the average person in the nineties was like, yeah, we don't get along, but cut you a little slack though. We'll, we'll cut you a little slack. It's That's fine. why there was so many like black guy, white guy, buddy cop movies <laughs> yeah. during that time. Man, so there many were, of there them. were a lot. There was so many of them. Two was on the other day. I was watching it. I and forgot how I ridiculously like funny it was. That was just the way we thought. It was like, eh, you know what? We're different, but I don't like the way you do things. But, but sometimes cool. it works out. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's fine. Like... It's not really harming me too much. <laughs> So but then again, cool. not saying the '90s were great or anything. Don't get me wrong. Um, I'm just saying back then, we knew Donald Trump was a monster, but we didn't care. Yeah, because he was a bad guy in just about anything he was in. 
Oh, he was I mean, either he was, just... he was like the pinnacle of bad guy, like rich bad guy. To it's everybody. funny because you could go and back we just and, didn't and watch. Care. Yeah, you could go back and watch stuff from the nineties where they they like act like they basically talk about how he's this crazy shithead. Yeah. And the little rascals. Back then. It's just he like, was a oh, villain in yeah. the Little Rascals. Yeah, yeah that's what, right. He, he was spit the one popcorn kid's dad, in the kid's right? face. Yeah, that's right. But that was just the way it was. It's like, ha ha ha! Look at that monster. I just wish we took that uh, that attitude in a further direction. We're just like, well, that's wrong. You're going to jail. <laughs> like, but we're going to smile about it. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, maybe we can clean up the world through uh, removing litter in uh, every aspect, whether it be physical litter or internet litter or emotional litter. <laughs> well, don't worry. The super volcano will go off at one point. The sun will explode. The Hadron Collider will finally swallow I, us whole. I feel like and we there have won't to be wait any more litter. So long for those things to happen, though. <laughs> There's got to be a way to, you know, get this to go a little quicker. I can't think um, of words. I'm trying to think of the expedi- make the process more expeditious, expeditious, expeditiously. I can't think of words lately. More expeditiously. More yeah, expeditiously. I know it's not correct. It's just funny to say. <laughs> I think my brain's melting inside slowly. Um, I'll tell you years. what I tell my sister every time I talk to her. The more time goes on, the more I realize that we are living in ending G. Ending G? Ending G. For those who play games, and especially games like Clock Tower, games with multiple endings, they would be ending A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. Okay. Sometimes then ending Z, which was always bad endings. They were always bad endings, but they were weird. Um, for the game <laughs> Clock Tower... That I, if I'm not mistaken, I might be completely wrong because I'm going to look this up at Wait, some was, point. Wait, was Clock Tower tabletop or a video game? Oh no, Clock Tower was a was a computer game and a um a Super Nintendo game. Why don't uh, I remember and this? Then was remade on the PlayStation. Um, was basically you get tra- you get chased by this guy called the Scissor Man. You're this girl in a, in a haunted mansion, okay, uh, with a bunch of orphan girls, and you are running away from this. Well, okay, it's gonna this little person with these giant scissors who's chasing you down that's terrifying and it's like a puzzle game but like with delayed physics so you don't directly control her you tell her to go a direction and she'll go in that direction after the fact yeah and random things can kill you like if you look in a mirror for too long hands come out and choke and choke you this sounds Uh, awesome the game terrified me i used to play the rom and i um when i was younger the game used to terrify the hell out of me i can't believe i've never heard of it um and in on um, the endings it, it's so funny i i'm actually going to look this up because i have to tell you what ending g is <laughs> um because there no. are multiple endings well I, I i mean i'm familiar with the concept that that's not uncommon in gaming in general to have multiple endings and have one just bizarre fucked up ending or really bad ending well yeah and those were the games clock tower was one of the ones that popularized that and gotcha. so um there's one ending, one of my favorite ones, is that you find this car, and you could just leave. If you find the keys, you could you just, just fucking you could just fucking leave. Like, fuck this game. <laughs> oh, you didn't have to go through any of the bad shit. You win. Yeah, like, you just abandon your friends, abandon everything, and just bounce. <laughs> and I think Maniac that's funny. Mansion. I love Maniac Mansion. The game was so good. Um. So, let's see. Did you ever play Maniac Mansion? I'm s- you know what? Yes, I have. Oh, game was so good. You could find the the one the one guy uh, character's 
hamster and take it and then put it in the microwave. Oh, God. <laughs> and then you could go bring it back to him and give it to him. <laughs> so and he killed in, you. Then he killed you. In in one of the endings, you find the car and you bounce. And when you leave, you see her driving and she looks in the rearview mirror and the scissor man's scissors come up and she's presumably killed in the car. Right. Ending G takes that a step further. So you get in the car, you escape. Okay. And you actually leave. The scissor man doesn't pop up and you get like some, yeah, you get the credits. Like the game gives you the credits. You escaped. But then after credits, you were found dead in your apartment. (laughs) So they fuck with you a step further. I love it. That's fantastic though. (laughs) And that's the ending I think we are in. That does seem like the ending like, we would be just, in. Like, Everything is okay, and then you're in. dead. <laughs> it's just like, oh, no, we thought we made it. Nah, no, no. Like, <laughs> you just had to wait for the credits that sounds, to roll. That sounds really good. Have you, uh, have you played, um, now we're going to talk about video games a little bit. Have you played Until Dawn, the game, uh, yeah. uh, it's a, the horror game? The game was good. There's a sequel out now. Did you do you see that? Well, the no, horror, there's the a whole party? series. They, they have a whole series of games, like the Man of Medan. There's more than just... Um, the Quarry... Um, oh, I didn't realize. I thought there was just no, no, two. just like a whole series of games. They were they were doing. Uh, what's it? It's called like Nightmare Studios or something. Not uh, or I'll have to look theater. it up. I didn't yeah, know there's that. a I whole bunch of games. Yeah, it, you should check them just out. What you were talking about reminded me. I was you know just Clock Tower is very much so multiple the crazy fucked of... up endings based on how yeah. you you were able to uh, I guess address your or. or navigate the, the problems the, the na- shit that you had to deal with in the game yeah clock tower is definitely like the matron of a lot of those that type of game there goes the dog um, <laughs> oh yeah hello um although funny enough one of the characters the the dude with the glasses in um until dawn um to my kids they think he looks like chris oh yeah that's a good point <laughs> <laughs> i was like i'm looking good. forward to playing the quarry i just get away i have to wait for oh, it to go on I sale and then i'll pick so it up good. I hear it's I, so good. I mean, not that I want this but, to become a gaming podcast, but I already have like four or five games in the hopper I want to play, so I'll wait till it goes on sale. I'll get it for cheap. Yeah, I'm on I'm on Xbox One and um currently what I, I thought you got the new yeah, you got the new one, right? This, this uh, I said series, one, didn't it? The series whatever. X. Series yeah, there you X. Go. And um it was it, I I ended up beating Elden Ring and I'm playing that slowly now. I beat. I went through it, and now I'm just playing it real slow, like kind of trying to become a Dark Soulsian. Because I've played all the Souls games, but I'm not the same. I'm not one of the get go good good get good bros. I don't, yeah, I don't have um, the patience. I just don't. You know, you know what? Elden Ring. <laughs> I feel like is the game that would be a good entry point for anybody who generally doesn't play it. Well, I'm um, because the or, way I look at games now, <laughs> I'm at the age now where. I just want to enjoy it. I don't want it to be super, super hard. I don't want to play well, the same part 30 well, times. I just want to enjoy it. You know what? One, loading screens is a big difference with starting over and over again. If the loading yes. screen isn't long, it doesn't feel that bad. Well, on the new, system, Two, the new, the new generation consoles, the loading, I, I don't know about the Xbox, but the PS5, it's yeah. so quick. It's seconds. Second um, or two. Xbox, it's, it depends on the game. Um, sometimes I, well, I'm very surprised about how fast it is. That's true. It does uh, depend on the game. But, for instance, like with Elden Ring, because, you know, since I Bloodborne was the first one I beat, and I bought Bloodborne, didn't play it for four months after getting <laughs> to the Blood-Starved Beast, and my Bloodborne. my best friend, who start, was living with me for a short period of time, convinced me to keep trying, and the sense of accomplishment I got from finally doing it 
Oh, I'm sure. And I, I played Bloodborne for 30 minutes, and I and quickly just, fuck went, this. fuck this. And Why I are these hobos like, kicking the shit out of me? <laughs> well, if I recall correctly, it was I was in an area, and I had gotten pretty far in the area, and then I died, yeah. and I had to go right back to the beginning. And it was like a good amount of time. I'm, I'm now used to games yeah. currently where it's... I just basically die and pick Get up where right I left off, or maybe See, like a minute or two previously. I have a hard time playing games that like I feel little to no punishment from losing. Like it's, for me, don't. it's like playing a Lego game. It's like playing <laughs> one know. of the Lego games. I will literally just bull through a boss battle because you don't lose anything when you die. Like you just right. die and then you come right back. I'm totally okay with that because I don't want to have to be. I don't want to feel punishment. I'm playing to enjoy myself. That's <laughs> but then it. you love Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> Oh, it's a great game. Yeah, great that game. game punishes the shit out of you, yeah, too. Yeah, but there's a, there's a difference. It's not your progression that's punished. It's just you might get to a part that's really hard, and it takes a lot of uh, learning how to get through that particular portion. But it's not like you lose and you have to go back and okay. redo a bunch of shit, you know? I'll tell you something that happened to me in Ghost of Tsushima, then. Um, I reached a part in the game I guess I wasn't supposed to go to. Yes, because that happens I wasn't often. supposed to. I wasn't supposed to go in the way I did. I was supposed to go in through the front. Makes sense. And I yeah. was too smart for the game, so the and game you, had a bunch of dudes pelt I, arrows at me. I did and that I too. I died instantly. I did that too. <clears throat> Same thing. I was like, and, "Oh, I'm gonna sneak around the back of this place and climb up this giant fucking wall." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean. It punished me by sending me across the island. Oh, that's. Rough. I had to yeah. travel back across the goddamn island. It has fast travel in it, doesn't it? not not at that point anyway, oh you hadn't re- you hadn't gotten a checkpoint or fast travel I, point in that yeah area. i was just everybody was stopped like, listening at this point by the way yeah no no, <laughs> no this is for me anymore. this is all for me to bitch at you about <laughs> if you guys made it to this point good for you <laughs> good for me. oh i'm not a gamer fuck this shit but no yeah. but i i do suggest anybody who has it and i'm surprised if anyone has it to really like it, Elder Ring, I feel like, is the least punishing of the series. You do have to get past, and this is for anybody, because even I had to do it, feeling lost. And I don't mean physically lost. Like, just feeling like a loss. Like, you're not doing good. You're not doing anything. You're not doing you're, well. You're not making any progress. Because, yeah. one, literally, once you get past that hurdle, and it'll happen at any time in different places for anybody. Once you get past that, holy shit, the game is, it opens up like immensely to you and not uh, like I'll because the game out. world is different it's because you opened up like, you, you just feel like out. you know what you're doing now yeah and you feel like you are just as dangerous as any of the bosses you fight and you will find a bullshit boss i guarantee it but you'll See, have that, the determination you know, to go through it well i don't i do have the the, the determination to get through those kind of situations like i, I mean like you said ghost of tsushima uh horizon zero dawn there are games like that where there are boss battles that you are going to do a bunch of times. It's going yeah. to be a battle where you have to learn what you're doing, figure out the best way to approach it, and really fight through it. And you may have to do it 50 times. But that doesn't bother me. What bothers me is a, a portion of a, a, a level or a mission or whatever where I get to a certain point, die, and then I just have to go do the whole thing over again and over again well, and over I'll say again. like this. I don't mind the, the battle part. I, I hate the repetitiveness of... Going back okay, to I feel Elden Ring is more like Ghost of Tsushima with less hand-holding. Ghost of Tsushima had very little hand-holding, I thought, too. No, I feel like it was very rigid with how, like, for yeah, instance, I feel, like, I, feel like the, I feel like the Batman games, Arkham games, hand-holding combat. Oh, you get, it's like playing yeah. Simon Says. Right. 
Um, like I, I played the game without the sense over the head, and then I just have to learn the animation. Right. Um, but Ghost of Tsushima feels more like that, closer to the Batman. I where, guess you're right. Where Elden Ring feels on like it's on the opposite end of that same spectrum. If Ghost of Tsushima's right in the middle. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes um, sense. And so, I feel like Elden Ring is less handholdy, less fluid. But the fluidity in combat comes from you as opposed to an animation. Like once you learn, okay, this weapon swings like this. Okay, I feel like I understand how to move using this type of weapon. That makes sense to me. Um, and it's way more forgiving. Holy shit, is it way more forgiving <laughs> than any other Souls game? Oh well, so, I've heard that I've heard, and like I mean, based on the reputation of the Dark Souls games, I will never even bother to load one up. So, yeah, at um, one point I might I might bring my system and let you try it. <laughs> <Maybe>. All <laughs> right, I actually got to wrap up today. because yes. uh, my son's got a doctor's visit. He's got to be there in half an hour. I guess I. Oh, you wow, son we... of a bitch! Make me feel guilty. No, we were. We, what do you we mean? Did over an hour. I know. Well, we had to make up for last week because I I fucked up and we didn't get to record last week. So we did a double episode this week. That's all. <laughs> Pretty much just just more us bullshitting. Got it. Yeah. So. Uh, Typical wrap-up stuff. If uh, you could, please subscribe. Uh, be sure to, to share if, uh, if you like what you hear. Tell somebody else about us so we can grow who's listening and hopefully continue to do more of this stuff. Uh, that's really all I got to say other than, uh, you know, fuck you, litterbugs. Throw your fucking garbage in the trash can. Personal responsibility. <laughs> yeah. Be responsible for yourself. Just do the little fucking things that make the world a little bit better of a place. All right? All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Yeah, what a lot of bullshit. Fucking can't throw your cup in the fucking garbage can right outside the Dunkin' Donuts, you fucking lazy piece of garbage. And that's why I hate you. Wow, I fucked that up. (laughs) (laughs) 